Hi guys, it's Toots. You know that like expression when you're like hiding your face because like you know you've done something you shouldn't have done. That is literally me right now because I know I have been gone for longer than I should have. And we will discuss it, we will address it, we will talk about it. Um, you know, because it's toast talking to you on Talk to Me Toast. <laughs> anyway, um, wow, I've actually missed you guys. I have, I genuinely have, and I didn't plan to not record an episode in this long. I didn't plan to not put out any podcast episode. To be honest, I haven't been doing a lot of planning as it pertains to this podcast. I had big, big ideas at some point and then i think i spoke about this in one episode that i decided to just like you know free flow my podcast because it was something i was enjoying doing it was a hobby and you know i just wanted to continue to enjoy it and i wanted to not um put any kind of you know strict guiding anything around it um so yeah that is that Today's episode is going to be a year in review, and I think I teased this in a previous episode, but um, last year I did my 2020 year in review, oh well, I think in 2020 I did a 2020 year review in December 2020, and I said I was going to do one in 2021, Um, I didn't get around to doing it in December, but it's still something that I wanted to do because, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing it the first time I did, and yeah, I think a number of people enjoyed it too. And, you know, some people even use the format um, for their own reflections and found it helpful. So I was very glad to hear that. Um, this year, I'm going to be doing it a little differently. Last year, I had done it in different like facets of my life. Um, and I kind of went like on like a very a more like organized looking okay, in this area, in this area, in this area. Today's episode, I'm thinking of making it more conversational where I'm just like talking you guys through like what 2021 was for me. And I feel like that is very reflective of the kind of year it was. I feel like 2020 was more like, okay, it was a pandemic and there were things happening and it was very like, bam, 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 bam. This is how 2020 is happening. But 2021, I feel was less of that. And I feel like the only way I know how to talk about 2021 is to just kind of like go at it. Um, so I'll kind of start with how I entered 2021, like the kind of stage that was being set. I am recording this before going back to listen to my podcast episodes from around that time because I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting, like looking back, my perspective of how I entered the year versus the things I was saying when I entered the year. Anyway, I would say that I entered 2020 very depressed. Um, I think I was really really struggling to admit how bad it had gotten because typically a new year is filled with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of excitement and you know it's fireworks it's like you know optimism right and i was trying to force that optimism so badly um i really 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 wanted to be happy i like i can't even explain it to you and i remember even like new year's eve reflecting on the previous new year's eve i.e like 2019 going into 2020 and how i was in such a different place and you know in as much as things weren't perfect i was significantly happier the year before and that just made me even sadder right um two relationships i had in my life that were very significant to me the year before had kind of gone through 
really rough patches in 2020. So, you know, going into 2021, I was very, um, I was very sad. I felt a huge void in the sense of relationships. I felt like I didn't really know, you know, who were my people, right? And that, that like, you know, might sound a bit off because, especially to my friends, um, who I've been friends with for years, including last year, including the years before. But at that time, the people I spoke to most frequently, um, were in a sense, no longer in my life. And it was a very weird thing to process because I could call them technically, but our relationships had just evolved. And I had been dealing with that absence, you know, for some time. But then on New Year's Eve in particular, it just hit me more than before. And we entered the year in a lockdown, right? So I just felt really lonely, man. I just entered the year feeling really, really lonely and feeling very depressed, even though I had company. And then in the beginning of the year, there was a lot of bad news. Um, like the year, like I entered the year depressed and there was a lot of bad news. And I don't want to like recap some of the bad news because I feel like there's people who might be listening to my podcast who, who might have experienced that bad news, um, the same bad news or experienced similar bad news. And I just don't like, we don't need to be getting triggered on this episode. But yeah, like there was a bunch of bad news early in the year, like literally January. And I was like, what the hell? Um, and on top of that, I was in a very horrible housing situation and i've spoken about my housing situation in its own episode so i'm not going to like go into the details of my housing situation but essentially i was paying rent for a place but i didn't have a place to call my own um because my place wasn't livable and i was just like lost i didn't know what to do especially given that we were in a lockdown so we weren't really like seeing people we weren't going out and it was just this very very weird experience right and for me i feel like housing is something that you know is so important like literally in terms of our needs like maslow's hierarchy of needs like housing is like crucial right so not having and it wasn't like i was homeless per se it wasn't like i i didn't have a roof over my head i did i was fortunate to have um you know my friend who was accommodating me and her family um but at the same time i wasn't in my own place right like i didn't have there's a safety that comes with knowing this is yours and you can go back to it. And interestingly enough, I, you know, spoiler alert, entered this year in the same house I did last year, but I knew my apartment was here waiting for me and it was a completely different experience, right? And I'd done, like I had, I had spent several New Year's Eves like with this family. So it wasn't like anything out of the ordinary, but just not knowing, you know, that there was like a safety net for me that was mine was a very taxing thing on me mentally and so yeah like i entered this year very depressed and literally in january like after all that bad news with everything that was going on with the burden of my housing situation and how bad i felt i had the worst panic attack of my life and i really like to talk about my mental health journey and my mental health struggles and wins and everything because i just feel like it's important right i feel like for so like it, mental health is not this new topic like everybody talks about mental mental health on the internet but i think like 
we don't really talk about like the specifics of what it looks like right and there's a notion especially with people who struggle with depression anxiety to overthink and to feel like to invalidate your own mental health struggles and to invalidate things that you're going through and i think for me it's just important to validate other people in the sense of like okay this is what it looks like and this is what you know if you're feeling what i'm feel what i felt and what i'm feeling it's not normal and you know it's it's okay to look for help and it's okay to to you know fight through it but yes so i i was in that mental place i was very depressed i had a horrible horrible panic attack and mind you i'd had panic i've had panic attacks for years right um thankfully you know actually i don't want to spoil it like let's go through through the ugly bad beginning of the year stuff it gets better it gets better that's a spoiler but anyway (laughs) i love how excited i am about like the fact that i got better um but i yeah so i had this horrible panic attack and there were just all these things going on in my head and i had started to realize that there was more to it like it wasn't just like where i was mentally like i needed help like and it wasn't something i could continue to sweep under the rug so one good thing that i would say happened in the start of this year was that i decided consciously that i was going to fight for my mind i decided that i was done with whatever the hell had been going on with me for years i was done being just okay for a little while and then being off and being whatever i wanted to be mentally whole and i had all this determination in me and i just wanted to get better i don't know where that burst of energy came from but it was something that was just crucial to me like starting 2021 um and then in february of 2021 i would say that one thing that did happen and that was so significant for me was i moved houses and it's that experience i don't know what like Sometimes I talk about things on this podcast and I just get emotional out of nowhere, but it was so defining for me. It was so defining for me on so many levels. And I think when I think back to that experience, what I remember the most and what really gets to me is the way my friends were in my corner. And I think at that time, it was even more significant because I'd entered the year feeling voids and feeling lonely and feeling like, you know, starting to question, you know, it, not if I was loved, but just like just feeling lonely right like really craving companionship and really wondering if i still had people who were my people and boy oh boy did my friends rally around me when i was moving like i just remember constantly feeling like i wasn't alone and it was the most reassuring thing because i feel like moving at the time that i did was so scary and such a crazy thing to do like i kept wondering if i was like losing my mind but my friends validated how i was feeling i remember one of my friends like that i was calling in heat of everything being like you cannot sleep there like if we have to like get you into a um a hotel for tonight we will do it like whatever you need we are here right like my friends were calling me like throughout to just check in what is the update what is going on do you need us there and this was during a freaking lockdown I called one of my friends, you know, that the, the one who lived like closest to me at the time. And I was like, hey, like, can I come crash in your place? I had a place to stay in no time. I like with money, like my friends were coughing up money. And I was just like, bro, because how I was able to pull off a move. Like if you know the GTA, you know, this is not normal. Like if you know downtown Toronto, I decided to move out, break my lease 
find a place, moving everything within five days. And it was only because I could only do that because my friends were like, we got you. And it was the most beautiful thing. It was honestly so defining for me. And this was the same month as my birthday, right? And my birthday came and that love was still there. It didn't matter that they had just, you know, rallied around me at the start of the month. They were there again to make me feel that love, you know, merely weeks after. Honestly, it was... (sighs) It was such a needed expression of love and I think it really helped to course correct my year because I had started the year on this like very depressed note and then getting into my space just like it just brought like light into my life again and I know this is getting really poetic but it was just this thing I really needed and I think like for me it was I had been in Canada for six years and I had never ever lived somewhere that I was happy to be in and I didn't realize what I had done to me but I moved to this place and I was just like happy like (laughs) I couldn't really explain the happiness right and there was a stability that came in knowing okay this is my address like this is where I live this is my spot like people can come visit me I don't have to like (sighs) it was just it was it was so needed it really it did so much excuse me guys it's the episodic belch burp whatever okay moving on um it did so much good for me and my mind and i think it set me on the path towards prioritizing myself which is a lot of what i did in 2021 i in 2021 i was like you know it's the year of toasts. <laughs> it is the year of toasts. I started to rethink a lot of things. I started to question what was, you know, important in the sense of, I don't want to say important, but question what was absolutely necessary and what, 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 what was a choice, right? Because I felt like there were a lot of things in my life and elements of my life that were as a result of this sense of, you know, being mandated to be a certain way or being mandated to be in this direction and then i i've spoken about it in my if you listen to the unapologetic existence episode like i kind of alluded to that and so a lot of 2021 for me was just like being intentional about me and being intentional about the life i was living and the choices i was making and you know everything around that i think that 2021 was also a year of empathy for me where you know in a sense, I said to really see people, right? See people beyond their actions and just really understand like the different motivations. And I think it took me really being in this place of being broken down um, to really, you know, be able to see that, okay, sometimes certain attitudes and certain, you know, things come out of places of, you know, motivation, whatever that looks like. Anyway, enough about that. I think 2021 was also a year of forgiving myself and releasing myself, right? Where I was saying, you know, Tosin, it's okay. It's okay that you're not perfect. It's okay that, you know, you are scared. It's okay that you, you've made mistakes. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you're making mistakes right now. <laughs> it's okay that you don't have everything figured out. It's okay. It's okay. I really started to understand in 2021 that every day that I'm living is significant, but it's also a blip in the grand scheme of things, right? And 
I know, you know, for some people, it might be like, oh, no, you have to, like, take the day and blah, 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 blah. But 2021 was a year of cis slowdown. And it's something I really needed. And I think, like, till now, I'm still on this path of recovery. And it's almost like I can't breathe. Um, I really, I really needed 2021 as twisted as that is. Um, 2021 was also a year of family for me. Um, my mom came to see me. I didn't see my mom in 2020. Um, and she came and the last time I'd seen my mom was right after my dad had passed and we were home for the funeral and there was just a lot going on and a lot that had gone on, you know, post that. I mean, losing someone is always challenging and, you know, especially in the, not especially in any context, in any any context, like losing someone isn't easy. Um, and you know, only spending time with my mom in this time of grief and ceremony, right? Like, it wasn't the same as if I had just seen her, right? Um, so it was the first time I was seeing her since then. And since then, you know, a lot, not a lot, but quite a bit had changed in our relationship. I feel like we'd gotten even closer. So I was really looking forward to that. And she came and it was just nice having her around, um to see that there's, you know, beyond that mother-daughter relationship, there's an element of friendship in our relationship. And I liked seeing her happy. Like, it was just nice to see her relax. And, you know, I didn't spend as much time with her as I would have liked. But, yeah, it was nice. I, I was very happy. That made me really happy. Um, I spent more time with family. That's kind of the summary of that. And I you know, started to strengthen some family relationships and that made me happy too. Um, 2021, what else was there in 2021? 2021, I started to open myself up again to the concept of dating. Um, I spoke about that a bit on the podcast. Um, I'm still single, (laughs) so there's that. But, you know, I started to, you know, see what was out there and be on the apps more and talk to people um yeah that's kind of that 2021 2021 i i I would say the my like hallmark of 2021 was really relationships to be very honest like some dwindled some strengthened and it was amazing in that sense um 2021 i changed jobs sorry by the way how many times i said 2021 in this episode um interesting i changed jobs in 20 did i yeah i did i changed jobs in 2021 um and i started working somewhere new and it was funny because i liked my job before i changed jobs and then somehow i found myself liking my new job more and that was interesting to me um it made me really happy i think one thing for me was well i'm about to be really candid um when i got my first full-time job a lot of it was following it was in this moment where i had been in in the de and i space right i'd been very vocal about diversity and inclusion if you follow me on instagram and stuff and like you've been following my journey you're familiar with this as well um and in as much as I wasn't just a diversity hire, like, it wasn't, like, that was it. Like, I knew, like, you know, I was hired for a reason. <laughs> um, and I, I knew I was qualified for the job I had. And I knew that I was, you know, 
a good candidate but there was always that thing at the back of my head that i knew that okay like part of why i'm here or why this door kind of opened and it might have only been in my head don't get me wrong but like a huge part of my my presence at my previous job was connected to diversity right i was very active with the um diversity and inclusion team at my previous job my previous job was partnered with my and i was grateful for all of it i was genuinely and i'm not just saying that to cover my ass i genuinely was grateful for how supportive my previous agency and that was part of what i loved about my previous job was how supportive they were about you know the work i was doing in terms of you know advancing black um excellence and black career support and it was great it really was but for me being so early in my career it felt like a bubble it felt like I, there were parts of me that w- would always second guess myself and question how I was growing and question, you know, because I, 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 I work in account management. So I was wondering, am I a good account manager, right? Like I'm, you know, getting certain recognitions and stuff. But in terms of my actual career, like, am I good at what I do? That was always a lingering thought in my mind. And I didn't feel like that question could be answered where I was. Um, for many reasons and in moving you know I had a bit of a rocky start and it made me really really question myself it made me more than ever because there had always been that lingering thing right like was I just this diversity and was being black all I had to bring to the table and being pro-black in the sense of like the work around advocacy I was doing all I had to bring to the table but you know I had that rocky start and Honestly, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I don't think I've said this since everything work-wise I kind of had to grow through. But I I handled myself like a badass bitch. (laughs) And and I'm sorry, I'm part of my French. But genuinely, I feel like I, I grew through an experience that was challenging. I took it on you know head on i i was emotional i was vulnerable i allowed myself feel the things i needed to feel and i handled it right i handled it i grew through the experience i you know took the learnings i needed to learn i got better at it i didn't stop there and i would say i got i got to a place where i was pretty confident i was like i'm good at this like (laughs) i'm i'm good at this thing right like I'm good at my job and it was a validating experience for me. I, I needed that more than I even knew and um I think like you know ending the year just the feedback I had received and you know especially working in client service and hearing the things my clients would have to say to me every so often it just really really warmed my heart and made me feel the confidence boost I needed to feel and you know with time I I think I'll talk more about career stuff but I think that was very essential for me in 2021 and I think that um you know as a person it was a very again defining moment of okay this isn't going exactly how you expected it to go um what are you going to do and I think I did what I had to do and I'm very proud of myself for that um I got to meet some amazing people um, last year through work, and that was great. I think I formed the most friendships, plural. 
I formed the most friendships I ever did at a workplace. I've had friends at work before, but nothing like my present job, which I started in 2021. So, you know, that was a nice thing. Um, What else? 2021, towards the end of the year, I decided to take a break. Um, I had made a lot of progress mentally. I had fought for my mind. Like I said, I was going to... I, you know, I had done the work and I got to a place of realizing that part of the work I needed to do was to stop. And so I stopped, took a break from work and I went and got a diag assessed or whatever. And turns out I have attention deficit disorder. Um, I don't want to make this a podcast episode in itself because, yeah but that was news to me (laughs) actually no it wasn't entirely news i had suspected for some time that this was the case i initially thought i might have been on the autism spectrum but then the more research i did the more i realized i probably wasn't and there's just all these um, connotations or connotations i think connotations is what i'm looking for anyway there's all these things that people assume about adhd and um stigma but not even just stigma just assumptions right um around adhd that made me feel like that definitely wasn't me somebody once described it as this like hyperactive white boy disorder and literally that's kind of what it was to me um so i never thought i had adhd like literally i'd heard about adhd here and there and like never before 2021 did i think this was something that um could be you know ascribed to me but then in 2021, I did my research and I started to see things. And I mean, ADHD kind of started trending in 2021, which was weird. Um, but then I would say before it fully started trending, I'd been doing that research, right? Of like, okay, is it autism? Is it this? And I'd actually, I think the first time I thought, hmm, maybe ADHD was I was speaking to a, because I had been seeking like medical help with my anxiety my depression my, my whole mental health situation right so i've been speaking to a nurse, prat- nurse practitioner um through my works telehealth app thingy and she'd mentioned like one of the like because we would talk about the symptoms i was experiencing and stuff and she'd mentioned and i i'd mentioned that i'd wondered if maybe it was like autism or like blah 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 and I kind of was just talking about my symptoms. And she said, well, okay, they can't diagnose for this, right? And, you know, that was kind of that. And she, you know, carried on and then said some other things. But then in future, like, things, she'd kind of let it slip, even though she wasn't supposed to be diagnosing me. Um, because, you know, that's not kind of a thing how we'll, we'll, of expertise. She was like, yeah, well, this falls under the ADHD spec, like, umbrella. And, you know, we wouldn't be able to give you a diagnosis for that whatever and hearing that i was like huh adhd interesting i had again heard of adhd before but then i hadn't really really looked into it like with the lens of like could this be something that impacts me now to get an hdd diagnosis in canada is pretty much an uphill battle um but how i ended up getting one was i was literally in pursuit of a referral and the person I ended up seeing for the referral felt comfortable enough to di- assess and diagnose. So I got diagnosed. Um, 
I got medication as you do with ADHD and it's made a world of difference. And I'm talking about this because literally I had people like different reactions because I, I, I'm the kind of person where I like to talk about things. Um, it's how I deal. It's like a coping mechanism or whatever. And it, I find it healthy for me. I, I'm learning boundaries and all that, but in general, I like to talk and there's not a lot that I feel like I need to hold very close to my chest. Minus like my social insurance number, which I wouldn't just give out. But like in general, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. So it come up, you know, with family, with friends, um, and you know, people around me. And a lot of people had very similar, like, mm, do you really think you have ADD? Do you really think you have, well, ADHDs? Well, I had said, I, I think I thought I had, um, and everyone was kind of like raised brow about it. Um, but I knew that there was something wrong. And I think I'm really stressing this because I feel like no one knows your mind like you, right? I'm someone who has always been intelligent. I've always excelled in school. Um, but I know how my mind works and I know how in, in looking into ADHD, someone had spoken about the trauma of failing all the time, like of, of the little failures. And I just found it so funny, right? Because with ADHD, there's within some people, right? Especially people who are quote unquote intelligent, there's the big things tend to be easy, but where the failures are, are in the small things. And I have been failing at many small things for 20 plus years. And only I know how that has impacted me. I'm someone who again very driven i've gotten a lot of recognition at different skills throughout my life in terms of my mental ability in terms of my work ethic all those types of things but then i've seen myself struggle with organization i see myself struggle with like keeping my room clean in in high school where i was excellent student i would struggle with you know making things on being early and laying my bed and doing my chores or whatever like those were the things I struggled with. And even on a day-to-day, being the friend that doesn't text and, you know, and honestly, the, being the friend that doesn't text was one of the biggest indicators to me that there was something wrong with me. Um, and it was just all these small failures, right, that I had lived with all my life. And for me, it just, I, it was becoming very hard to live with because when you're younger, you know, there's a lot of things that are excusable, but the older you get and the more you mature, the more you need to take accountability for your life, right? Like, for me as an individual, like, these small failures happen financially, right? I started to realize, oh, shit, like, I am responsible for fi- my financial future, right? And if I don't get a hold of my mind, I can't manage my finances. I've been, you know, struggling with my body image and, you know, that's a whole thing in itself, a whole huge conversation my whole life and you know, to an extent when it comes to managing that and managing my weight and managing all that, I need my mind to be fine. As it pertains to my faith and believing in God and being able to sustain my relationship with God, I need control of my mind. And as a Christian, you know, a lot of people talk about faith and talk about, you know, help letting God help you through these things. And I believe strongly there's a lot of validity to that because I don't think I would have made it this far without God and without the help of the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't have to be that hard. Like, it genuinely doesn't have to be. Like, it do- like there's no reason. 
you seeking the help that you need does not invalidate your faith and it doesn't invalidate your belief in God. As a matter of fact, you doing the work, right, to get yourself in a place where you can foster that relationship and you can commit to that relationship and you can give your all to that relationship is reflective of your faith. And for me, I just felt like I had gotten to this place in my life where I couldn't deal. Like, I couldn't manage. I couldn't... Like, I was done. I was done struggling. Because I knew it had to be... It could. It did not have to be as hard as it was on a day-to-day. Like, existing didn't have to be that hard. And I had felt this emotion of how hard existing was. And I knew that I didn't want to cease to exist. I knew I wanted to be here. So I had to do something about it. And, yeah, I, I like... You guys know me on this podcast. Like, I love to share these things because I I just always feel like, you know, my experiences and my stories, like, can be beneficial to someone and not for the reason of, you know, whatever. Like, I I just feel like sometimes you just need to hear someone that almost, like, identifies with you. Because for me, in my mental health journey, it's been so crucial. Like, hearing other people's stories has helped me validate everything I've been feeling. And I just want to be that validation for someone else that... Listen, if you feel like something is off, it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter. Like, you are the one that knows. Like, people who love you, they want the best for you, right? And nobody, like, especially if you are Christian like I am or, you know, let's say you have, like, a faith where that really values, like, the things you say and declarations and things like that. So, like, in Christianese, quote-unquote, or in Christian dumb or Christianity, sorry, is the word, um you know there's power in the tongue it's something we understand right so there's this notion of not saying things because if you say it then you bring it to pass and it is you know true right but that doesn't mean that you should negate the facts right you know what you're dealing with and for someone like me like my experience i had learned to behave i had learned to and thank thank god i was doing that research because a lot of what i was experiencing like in terms of trying to share my experiences with those around me and the feedback i got was similar to a lot of what other people had you know experienced when they had tried to talk about like what they were dealing with because it just like if it doesn't make sense like (laughs) it's hard for something to make sense to people right like it's in your head nobody can see what's in your head so you know it's understandable that they don't feel that way and may think it's a phase or may think it's a you know a passing thing or whatever um i will say that you know people try to support me as best as they could but for many people they just struggle to i say many like there are that many but like for a lot of people around me they just struggle to you know fully get it um but anyway uh i'm doing better it's only been a couple weeks since i've been you know treating add so i have add not adhd which is attention deficit disorder as opposed to attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder um i don't think it's a dirty word i think it is what it is um i think that one of the things that's helped me helped me the most is this tiktok i saw about um this um therapist and she was saying how um she has adhd herself and she was saying that you know it's like people being left-handed versus right-handed there's people who are neurotypical there's people who are neurodivergent you know you happen to be neurodivergent 
you know, that's that. Like, if you were left-handed as opposed to right-handed, you wouldn't beat yourself up about being left-handed as opposed to right-handed. So why should you beat yourself up about being neurodivergent versus neurotypical? It has, like, little to nothing to do with anything you have control over. Um, so, yeah. That is that. Um, what else? 2021 was a very interesting year. I think another thing, oh my God, that happened in 2021 was i updated my wardrobe i got rid of a lot of clothes after moving and i kind of started to rebuild my closet with clothes that actually made me happy and clothes that i liked and this was huge for me two reasons one because i could actually afford clothes like yo you guys i wasn't able to shop for years because i literally did not have any disposable income to dispose on clothing um i mean not like i didn't buy any clothes at all but like i shopped last year (laughs) um and so yeah i was very thankful to be able to afford to buy clothes two was because i was literally shopping for what i liked and i discovered sheen plus last year like sheen plus size guys i know we are moving away from fast fashion i know every day is a move towards slow fashion but i am plus size guys all the years everybody was basking in fast fashion i was excluded this is my chance this is my time this is my moment and i'm going to bask in the fast fashion the other thing too is like i know my body is like in this flux where you know i don't want to put this on the record but whatever i'm i want to lose weight you know i don't know when that is fully going to happen or how that's going to fully happen whatever let's just put it out there ideally i would like to be a smaller size right um and I'm also aware that I have PCOS and I could potentially be a big, I don't want it, but I could potentially be a bigger size. Um, so essentially what I'm getting at is my present size is temporary. Fingers crossed. I will be smaller. Um, and I know I can take in clothes or whatever, but I would rather just like buy new clothes when I'm a different size. Um, so I don't want to invest a lot in pieces like i'm not there yet and i think i'm also still like discovering my style discovering what i like and another reason why this is also big like the whole me buying what i like you know my nose the whole fast fashion thing is that i've learned for several years rules about how to dress as a plus size woman based off what society expects but for the first time i think i got to a place of genuine like from the depth of my soul (laughs) like from the depth deep deep within not giving a shit what anybody thought about what i wore and this is very freeing right like i got to a place of i think being bigger to help like gaining a bit of pandemic weight because i was like yeah like nobody's checking for me nobody's looking at me like i can really and truly do whatever i want like whether i wear this whether i wear that like you know when you're above a certain size people don't really care um so it was very freeing in that sense and i found a lot of confidence in that and it's not like i haven't been confident before like i have had some confidence in the fashion department but i think i was still very guarded like i was still like discovering myself but i think 2021 i really really you know in terms of fashion like allowed myself and it wasn't like i really did anything too crazy but i think the biggest thing was oh my god i went out at the bra i always say like i could never i could never i could never because i'm pretty busty um but i had outfits that i liked and i wanted to wear that just required me to not wear a bra and so i didn't wear a bra and it was 
great. <laughs> like, it was great. And uh, listen, say what you will, say what you want. Like, I'm happy, so I will keep my happiness. Um, yeah, it was. I think that was something. And I, I realized that I've always cared about fashion, like from a young age. And I think part of that might be, you know, growing up with a sister who is and one at the and previously wanted to be a fashion designer um it really made me conscious about fashion and how like you know she always had fashion magazines so i was exposed to a lot of fashion content so i think that always like for that interest i used to draw dresses as well but i think part of why i never really leaned into fashion was because my sister was already the fashion one and i felt like i would just be copying her and i don't know how you familiar you guys are with the older sister younger sister dynamic but a lot of times as the younger sister you're trying to reinvent the wheel and not be your older sister <laughs> so i always never really wanted to think about fashion too much and you know lean into it but as i got older i liked i i you know really enjoyed have enjoyed getting to know my style and i think in some cases i would just like you know anything goes anything goes like try and play down how i felt about what i would wear so i would often wear things i didn't really like um especially when it wasn't like an event or whatever but last year i kind of was in this headspace of i'm only wearing things i like like and it doesn't matter like where like it doesn't like even like casual stuff i can wear things i like i i mean i haven't 100 percent nailed my wardrobe but i think like coming into this year with the wardrobe i have makes me feel happy i was like going through my closet yesterday and i was like oh my god like you know oh i have this i have this i have this i have options of things that i like right not just like five nice things and then a lot of things i don't care about um a lot of my wardrobe now is things that i actually do like and want to wear and want to style so i'm excited to make outfits and honestly another thing about 2021 was i wasn't wearing anything for anybody because a lot of what i wore last year i didn't even photograph and it's honestly whatever like i don't regret like they're my clothes i can wear them again like not like i can't wear them again if i posted them on the ground but like genuinely like i was just living <laughs> i was just living one of my friends was telling me how like the way i just prioritized myself i was like this is i'm doing this for me like she never seen anything like that um and she loved it for me but anyway i think i ended 2021 in a very enjoyment headspace i spoke about it on social media like any money where i get like this now enjoyment and i'm happy i did that for myself i really really just towards the end of last year was like i just want to take care of myself i really just want to take care of myself um yeah that really was my 2021 to be honest with you like that those were the highlights those were the main main events main elements um i've been on this journey towards healing self-discovery being a better person loving myself more being happier um you know and i love it for me i genuinely do and i wish it to anyone who wants that too man i want you guys to be happy i want you guys to be good i want you guys to love yourselves you know i really want that for you because Honestly, it's been game-changing for me. And I know that this year, we're turning it up. We're dialing it up. So I entered this year just thinking... My my word for this year in particular is ease, man. I just want to... Even from my voice, you can already hear Like, I just want to relax and be taken care of. I just want to be the baby girl that I am. I, yeah, I just, you know, ease. I want to grow. 
but I don't want to force anything in this year. I don't want to, you know, last year was a lot of fighting for my mind. This year is easing into my identity, easing into who I'm meant to be and just setting myself up for growth in many ways easily. So yeah, that was 2021. Thank you guys so much for listening. A huge part of my 2021 was the love this podcast received, even in my inconsistency. And I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I just love hearing from you guys genuinely and shout out to the people who emailed me. Um, I don't want to name drop cause I didn't sign you guys up for that, but my inbox is still open. I love hearing like, listen, you don't even know what it does to me when I like share like this and I hear back from you guys. Like you, like you genuinely don't know. Like I start smiling ear to ear. Like I get really like, <laughs> you think it's more than what it is. Um, so yeah thank you and I, I really hope to hear from you guys if you have thoughts you can reach me on instagram at toastadini on twitter toast underscore adini email toastadini at gmail.com until next time it's been your girl toast and i will talk to you later bye